Wow. Taking the, the control away from me. Starting the episode. Now my consent. What are you talking about? I don't about? know. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. How's it going, everyone? I was hoping we could have uh, caught a little bit of uh, what was just happening on camera. Mm-mm. I'm too tech savvy. I saw your hand moving. Ooh. Welcome to today's episode, everybody. It's another episode of Mega 64 and Scene. Yo. We're back. We're it's back hot. in the library, back in the Pirate's Cove. Am I shouting? I have a habit of shouting. Oh, no. Right <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You said the oh, library. I said library. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny if I was like, shut the fuck up. Excuse me. We're doing, we're trying to do a podcast and you're oh, yelling. My gosh. Now everybody knows I hold my sneezes like a freak. Anyways, um, leave a comment if you hold in your sneezes uh, like a freak. I think like you me. said that in an episode before. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> every, uh, every girlfriend I've ever had has convinced me that it's gross. No, not that it's gross. They've tried to convince me that it's detrimental to my health yeah, to do that. You're popping your eardrums. <laughs> it's a, that's a real thing. I heard that before. If you like <laughs> pinch your nose when you're sneezing, it's like it go, it, like the pressure goes through your sinuses. You're probably I'm sure right. That's fake, you're though. probably right. I'm not going to deny it. All I'm going to say is I've been doing this for more years than I haven't been doing it. Yeah. It's probably why I'm so fucked up. So anyways, welcome to today's episode. Yo. We have left Hangar 64. We were escorted out of it. If you were in joining cuffs. us last week, yeah, yeah, we were in handcuffs. We escaped. We didn't wear masks, so they kicked us out. It was like an action movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I said, you know, all this political stuff about masks. We talked about UFOs last week. Yeah. We left off on... Definitive proof of UFOs. Yeah. Actual UFO caught on tape in Johnny's home state of New Jersey. Turned out it was the Goodyear blimp. That doesn't mean UFOs aren't real. <laughs> you, they I just think, meant the thing we showed <laughs> wasn't real. I think every comment was like, yo, that's a Goodyear blimp. And then I was like, what the fuck? You Google it. And it's like that light that we that we're like, what is that blue light? It's like you see a close up picture of it. It just says like Goodyear going across you know, in blue. When you know it's the Goodyear blimp, it's so easy to find yeah. the articles that say UFO is Goodyear blimp. But when you don't know what you're looking for yeah. and you're just Google searching New Jersey UFO, you get all kinds of crazy stuff. So thankfully, our loyal viewers out there. I thought you were going to say our lawyers. No, no, no. Thankfully, our no. lawyers are. Our street out. team out there, they set us straight. We should and, have a good and name. And I respect that. You know, uh, yeah. a lot of them weren't too heinous about it. Some of them were actually quite helpful and just been like, yo, it's the Goodyear blimp, which is good because we don't need to be alarming people unnecessarily. No. We're not uh, alarmists. Because, you know. Majority of those videos were real. So if one of them was fake, good. That lowers the All bar. All the ones I showed were real. Yeah. 100%. And nobody can explain what was happening over Lake Michigan. I didn't see comments about that video. I did see a lot of people talking about how they saw the ones like, in Arizona. The ones in Arizona. Yeah. That was the, sick. The ones from 20 something years ago. That's that's the main story. We need to break that one. But uh, that was last week. This week, we are back to. Regular old mega 64 and boring COVID news. No, yeah, exciting COVID news. I gotta Uh, get my energy up. I've been in the sun all day. I'm a little, yeah, it's it's you know, it's springtime in San Diego. We're getting our suntan on, we're we're living the dream. Johnny can't handle it, he's getting sun sun bleached, yeah, sun stroked. (laughs) 
Is that a verb? Could you be sunstroked? I mean, because if you can like be sunstroked, sunstroked. Uh, me and Johnny were stroked out. <laughs> 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 we were in the sun for too long. Uh, we were at a film shoot. Yes. About half hour away from the studio. And my car, uh, we rode together. My car doesn't have air conditioning. I swear to God, for the rest of the day, I could not cool down. Yeah. San Diego problems. Neither here nor so there. So you could get a taste of sunstroked versions of us with the interview we have. <laughs> We have a special guest, Mr. Gene Goldstein, we have on the show, on the program. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess that's already in the title, so they yeah. knew it. Um, so thanks for tuning in. But it's, it's good to mention. Yeah. We'll be getting to our talk with Gene in just a little bit. We talk about all kinds of crazy stuff. Gene does so much... Um, you know, he's got this music career that's taken off. Yeah. He has this uh, animation career that's been popping off. He has this career in the video game industry that he did. Um, for people who don't know Gene Goldstein, uh, well, you will know him by the end of this. He's been on the Mega 64 podcast a couple of times. Yes. And uh, he's the host of his own podcast as well. Before we get to Gene's interview, um, Johnny. Yes. What do you got for us? I have so much this week. I don't know how hard we want to start. Let's, you know what? I got some images. Hold on. Oh. Let's get the energy pumped. Let's go hard. Oh. Right okay. out the gate. All right. Let's get, let's, get, let's, let's get the blood boiling, baby. We're back in action. Mega 64 and scene. Hold on. Before we get to oh. it, we're going to get to the videos real yeah. quick. We're going to get to the interview real quick. COVID-19. COVID-19. It's a worldwide oh. pandemic. Yeah. It's swept the clean. globe. You may have heard of it. Some of you may have forgotten about it. I, I certainly did not. Johnny is <laughs> has been like freaking out uh, all yeah. I would bit. say all week. It's kind of been all month. Yeah. It's it's been an ongoing. I mean, you just feel like, and you might be right. Uh the the wheels are coming off the vehicle. Uh, the reins are sliding out of the hand. Can, can the, I, the 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 we're cr we're we're crashing and burning. Yeah. You may say. Can, can I explain how it feels to as me? a country, as a society, as a for, uh, for me? It feels like race. yeah. What we're all in a submarine together. Okay, and I like see that like there's like a little tiny leak happening, and I'm just like, are we? What is that? Like, what are we gonna do anything about that? And I was like, meh. We've, are, we've already patched the other leaks up. We're good. And then every day I notice it getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like, what about this leak? And everyone's like, Johnny, shut the fuck up. We already, we patched the other leak. It's fine. I'm vaccinated. The leak's fine. So Johnny's freaking <laughs> out. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Yeah. Um, do you have any videos about that? What, so what are we going to get into here? Uh, I mean, it's, you know, the normal shit with, uh, you know, anti-maskers maskers oh still. Oh, my God. But uh, we're turning into the number one spot for anti-mask. They're getting videos. they're getting violent these days, though. Oh, is that the latest update? Yeah. So we've gone anti from are getting violent political discourse to public protest in the supermarkets yes. to violence in the streets so, over masks. Yeah. We've hit a new level uh, in pandemic <laughs> exhaustion. All right. What do you got for us? then? Let's well, let's jump. Let's jump right in. OK, so what is this? So this is in, uh, I think, Russia. Okay, not America. Thank God. Yeah. We, so we can speak freely about this. This is not even Americans here. So what I've gathered from this video, it's yeah. uh, 
Fisk. A dude is on the bus wearing a mask and telling a guy to like put his mask on. Okay. And the guy without a mask started getting is offended. Okay. Yeah, and that's where the video starts. All right. He's filming him. Yeah. And he's like, you stupid son of a bitch. This is Russia. We have the freedom yeah. to do whatever we and he want. He grabs his phone and then. And you can't fucking film me. Oh! He fucking headbutted the shit out of him. Wow. Conversation over. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, man. This kid just goes back to Instagram. He pats him on the head. Yeah, he's dude, like, he fucking. He was like, yeah, we good, bro? <laughs> Uh, I might have to blur out what happens next, but I don't know if you could see the pool of blood forming around the man's legs. <laughs> oh, he break his nose? I don't know. Oh, is that from the kid? I think it is from the kid. Yeah, there's like so much blood. I mean, that's the gist of it. Like, you just <laughs> pull right, the blood. Alright, right, turn this off. That's, yeah, so that's, I started hard, wow, like, as you told me to. <laughs> So I don't even know what to make it. That's I feel a, like I devilishly laughed at that. Jeez, I need a trigger warning. Yeah, the I mean, dude's go impact hard. when he had dude, he was like, <coughs> that, like dude, that, that was crazy. like one of those fucking bullet shrimp from the bottom of the ocean who yeah. could like strike the enemy with like 190 pounds of pressure, dude. If Seriously, you're, if you're a person whose first instinct is like who like that, only yeah. like fighters know that your skull is so hard that you could fuck people up with it. I don't know. I mean, some people, he might be like a superhero, a shrimp boy. That dude knew. Bullet knew shrimp boy. Take that guy out. Cow. Good. Uh, <laughs> have you ever been headbutted? No, fuck no. I've never even gotten to a fight before. I got headbutted once by this bully in mm. like sixth grade. Yeah. He just went like, hey, Derek. And he walked up to me and was like, hey. And he like, he like looked <laughs> me in the eyes like Dracula. And he just hit me in his head like that, you know? No. You know, like I just headbutted the microphone and it hurt. <laughs> and then I, I'll never forget his name. Carlos T. I won't say his last name. Carlos, Carlos T. T. Car Carlos Menstelia. Yeah. <laughs> Carlos. It was Carlos Mencia <laughs> headbutted me in sixth grade. Uh, yeah, I got headbutted by bully once out of nowhere for no reason. Uh, when I was a kid, I was being such a fucking prick. I don't know what it was. There was this kid and he had a tennis uh, you know, tennis ball tube okay. on his hand and he was shooting it like Mega Man. And I hate this kid so much. I pulled it off his hand and just stomped it out. Oh my God. Dude. I, do, I was, dude, I was a fucking psycho kid. You they, were they the They had bully. me on fucking Adderall. You were the bully. They had me on fucking, uh, uh, not Adderall. What's, what's the nineties version? Ritalin. They had me on Ritalin and I would wild the fuck out. So, uh, I did that and the kid looked at me and he had like really scrawny arms and he punched me in the face. And it like felt like a like a like a wet slap, and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, "Oh, my dad taught me how to do a chicken wing." What so I fuck. <laughs> What's a chicken wing? Where you just pull their arm behind their back? Yeah, yeah, and you like put their arm up like that, so you get them in. I could do oh, I've seen cops doing that on the yeah. show, cops, and yeah. that's how I learned how to do that to people. Just watching it on TV. Yeah, yeah, just folding their arm behind their back yeah. and pushing it up yeah. so that they can't move. Exactly. And so I did that, and I felt like to this day I feel really bad. So if that kid's out there, you I'm can sorry. break somebody's arm doing that. Yeah, I was like, like eleven. I did not know what I was doing, and yeah, that kid he was like really upset, like he was crying. Oh yeah, because he was just playing Mega Man, and, <laughs> and you I fucking literally stomped like, him out and dude, fucking that's put like him in a cop hole. Nelson from the Simpsons yeah. level stomped his Mega Man Mega Buster and then put him in a cop hole. I saw that kid. Dude, I saw that kid in middle school. 
years later, he was way nicer, and and we Wait, we apologized. Middle that. school, you're like in middle school when you're 11. Oh, I, I was probably younger then. Okay. Um, I saw him in middle school, and uh, you know, we after that moment, we like we made up. Like I, I apologized, and I got in so much trouble. Well, he had to apologize to you because you just whoop his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was playing Mega Man. Mario's better. I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, whatever. So I, 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 real quick, I saw him in middle school, and me and my friend were talking, and he came up to us. He was like, "Oh man, these fucking teachers! Don't you wish you could just shoot them with a gun?" And me and my friend were like, "Yeah, man." And he walked away. We were like, "I think we have to tell someone that he said that," and we did, and it was a problem. And then he got expelled. Yeah. So, so I, many I stories, bro. I might have sent him into a spiral. You should write a TV show about your school experience. Yeah, I. <laughs> I had a. I should make like a ladies like and a gentlemen. Movie. Let me speak for Johnny. Yeah, please. He peaked in school because he yeah. was a pimp. I was a pimp. He player. was like hooking up with all these girls, beating up kids who were into Mega Man. You're shaking <laughs> your head no, but you just told a story about how you did that. I mean, that was <laughs> that was when I was on Ritalin. Uh, I know. I don't pass judgment because it was all in the past. You know, water under the bridge at this point. I just I, think that yeah. you would have so many wild stories about being a... I was a nerdy, quiet kid in school. You know, I did like theater, um, but outside of performing, I was really self-conscious and I didn't really like to express myself. In fact, I was reminiscing the other day that in middle school and high school, I purposely told my mom to buy me, I made her buy me clothes that were blank, that had no designs okay. on them at all because I was so terrified that somebody would make fun of me for wearing the wrong shirt, you know? Uh, my mom always shopped at Kohl's and for some reason there was like an era where I had like, I don't know if anyone out there knows about this, fucking Flamehead was the name of the brand. Okay. And I just had these shirts with this fucking dude with like skateboarding with like fire for head. I don't know. Yeah, that was Flame Boy. That was World Industries. Oh, not no, not that version, but it was like another version. Oh. I know what you're talking about where it's like the little kind of flame guy. Yeah. This was just a dude with fire for hair. And he was on flame a skateboard. Head. And I think they were trying to copy that stuff, but it was like the Coles version. You know, I was such a, a little dork too because I realize now literally any shirt I would have worn, people would have made fun of me for it, whether it's something I liked or not. Yeah. Which is what happened. Like, oh, South Park. Well, I had a World Industry shirt, so I thought I outsmarted everybody, but... I, going yeah. blank but the truth of the matter is i was just shy and meek i always it probably sounds like i'm fucking psycho because i tell you all the good stories but most of my childhood was like having pieces of paper like this and folding it and then drawing like a laptop and like <laughs> pretending and, at lunch and kids are like who's this fucking loser? drawing a laptop see yeah. that's going into your movie too like i would fold like paper like this and then like draw like a keyboard on this part and then like a screen on this part and then I would c cut out a little mouse and then I would tie it. I'd hole punch the mouse and tie it to the paper. And <laughs> All of this wholesome stuff from a video of a guy headbutting a dude on a bus in Russia. This is the best podcast let's, and you guys don't understand. Let's go to the next video. Okay. Let's go to the next. I have, some, let's, uh, I have some pictures. Let's look at some pictures. Real All right. Quick. This was, uh, you know, someone in a store recently. Didn't want to wear a mask, so. Rolled it with a box. So they put, uh, is that a wine box over I their head? No clue. It says some shit on Wait, let me see if I could. Looks like it's also in, in. Can you read that? Yeah. How much longer breathing fresh air is now criminal? <laughs> Crying emoji. <laughs> this I is a good, I wanna, this honestly is a good have no problem with somebody wearing yeah. this. Like, at least you have a mask on. Yeah. I have no problem with somebody making a political st statement with their mask. Yeah. Th like, this person thinks they're like, uh, like, 
telling us off, but like for real, you just have a box on your head. Breathing fresh air is not illegal. Uh, breathing COVID infected air is unadvisable. Yeah. So, and then I have one, one more picture. Okay. This, this is box head was cool. This I is like box head. <laughs> me too. Sorry, I really liked box I'm head. I'm down with box head. I, I don't know how many times this is going to happen where there's stores in the mall that are COVID themed. Well, you got to get a mask somewhere. Yeah, but it looks like they just have shirts and shit. You know, I'm super down for COVID related shirts because I COVID feel basics. like when uh, the pandemic is over, people are going to be so sick of it. Nobody's going to want to buy any COVID clothing. Yeah. So if you do have COVID clothing in 10 or 15 or 20 years when nobody's even thinking about this anymore, it'll be super rare and super niche. I think the tweet that I got this from said like nobody and then capitalism. It was this picture? I like how they made a face out of the COVID germ, and it looks like <laughs> it's either a smiley face, a mustache COVID germ, or a COVID germ wearing a mask, because that's hilarious that the COVID germ doesn't want to get fucking sick from you. I don't... <laughs> like, the COVID germ's like, I don't know what the fuck you have. Yeah. Don't, don't, I'm putting a mask on. You might give me COVID. Or I might, or I might give it to you, if you believe that. Um, This is just so psycho to me. Like, they had to, like, 3D print those letters or whatever. What's amazing to me is that somebody, this is a nice store and yeah. you can see there's like a flat screen TV. Yeah. They dropped a lot of startup capital on this. Like some entrepreneur, some well, business bro. The mall is dying. So I'm sure this person didn't have to pay. Like this person probably had a booth in the mall and then was able. Are you kidding me? They have all of that merchandise oh, yeah. already I mean that, printed. Yeah. All of that merchandise is available. There's at least tens of thousands of dollars worth of merchandise alone. Not to mention that flat screen TV and where they even get those models. Like what's playing on those TVs? I don't know. Did they do like it commercial like shoots? Did Dude. they do fashion shoots? That's like days of hiring crews. Now you're bringing in actors. You're telling me they just threw this up. No, I would love to interview the person who owns this. Some place. like fast thinking, fast working, maybe yeah. entrepreneur is going at it, man. I'm, I want to, yeah, I want to meet the guy making, <laughs> who's too. running COVID basics. I mean, look at, <laughs> right? I was staring at this for hours. Listen, if I had, if you told me today, like Derek, unlimited amounts of budget, make a COVID store in the mall. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know where to get that fucking COVID sign <laughs> smiley face made. Yeah. I would spend six months fucking figuring <laughs> that shit out. This person's awesome. This person is like a, a marketing genius. There's definitely a like, business guru. What kind of shirts do you think they have? I, I'm sure they have a like blow a, it up. Let's see. Can you zoom it in? I'll try. I'm sure there's like a Joker with a mask on. That's definitely a thing. Uh, there's it looks like Tupac. Yeah. There's, there's Tupac. Uh, Tupac. Sure. That's Biggie too. If you don't mind, I'm going to approach the TV. Oh yeah. I'm going to leave it. the microphone. I'll, uh, I'll uh, if you say anything. Keep it hot, Johnny. Yeah, they they have a, a wall of masks. It looks like they sell vapes there too. I don't. <laughs> Tupac, yeah, it's definitely Biggie. Is a, a yeah. Thing. They have these are different kinds of gators for sale. They got gators, yeah. Masks. The the shirts at top look like at, like back off. One says, I think, right? This one. This one says. The 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 top shirt to the left, all the way to the left. Drugs, not hugs. Okay. Back off six feet. That's wild. Drugs, not hugs. Like, don't get too close. Just give me your drugs. Yeah. So that's there, cool. There we have it. COVID-19 basics. 
Um, should I do another nice. video? How are you feeling? Let me do a news story here. Sure. Uh, I have some news stories too. Yeah. You're going to need some COVID-19 basics, especially if you are in Texas. Uh, because I have a news story here that says Texas Rangers, the baseball team, allowing 100% capacity at stadium on opening day. A lot of people around the country are going back to baseball stadiums. A lot of stadiums are doing, you know, 25% capacity. I think they're doing that here in San Diego with the Padres. They're doing like half capacity. Yeah. Well, our numbers are way lower than Texas. uh, Apparently this is 40,000 person capacity at this stadium. So you're going to have 40,000 Texans in one place. Bro. And holy fuck. No mask mandate either. No mask mandate. So what the fuck? uh, It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I don't Uh, think like even if you told me 100 percent like you're fine. COVID is like gone, obliterated. Yeah. If you told me to go to like an arena with all those, those people, I'd be fucking scared. Like, I'd have, like, a moment of, like, should I? I don't know. Like, it's just in my brain now. Uh, that's what's going on in Texas. But, of course, Florida is, like, the uh, they're, like, in competition to see who could uh, flout COVID um, protocol more. Get the numbers back up. Florida governor issues, issues order banning vaccine passports. <laughs> governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order Friday banning businesses from requiring customers to show proof they have been vaccinated against COVID-19 in order to get service. I mean, it's a, it's, there's two sides to this and I understand both. Yeah. I think it's kind of scary, uh, to be in a world where like, oh, you can't get into here unless you show like your card. Yeah. Like that's feels like some future, like dystopian shit. Let me ask you, Johnny. But also, oh yeah. How did you get into public school? If you weren't, if you didn't show them that you were vaccinated. You're, oh, you mean like you're required to do that to yeah. go to school? Yeah, no, I understand. Like, I understand both sides where I'm also like, yeah, do that. Because like we were talking around here and I was saying, like, if they made that for Disney World, like, OK, you can't come in here unless you have the, the card. Fine by me. And I would be and and I know some people can't get vaccinated. But if I knew 90 percent of the, the people in this theme park were vaccinated, I would feel great. And I so I understand why we should do it. But I'm also like I have that part of my brain's like. This feels dystopian. If you can't get vaccinated, I think you should have a passport that specifies that yeah. you can't va- get vaccinated. I'm not a politician. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a dude with a podcast. Yeah. I believe that vaccine passports is the quickest, smartest, and easiest, and sanest way to move through this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. I know people out there have their opinions and they have their political views. And it's a shame that this is a political issue because it's an issue that affects every single person on earth. Yeah, it's not a political issue. Whether you are an American, uh, politicized or not, it's a worldwide issue. Yeah. And, you know, you just have to be smart. And in my opinion, uh, vaccine passports just make sense. Like, um, you need to. Like kind of like just crush the spread of this disease. And if people don't want to wear masks, which make them not allowed to, to I, go I to can agree. I can agree. Like who wants to wear a mask? You don't want to wear a mask. Yeah, or if you're not suck. willing to wear a mask, then, you know, you, you should just see the value of a vaccine because it, well, and, and I know people before they jump in the comments and they want to argue with me, they're going to, they are saying 
once you are vaccinated, you still have to wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, but then you look into that further. It's because the vaccine isn't the final step in no. eradicating the virus. It's just like the major step. It's kind of like the guiding yeah. principle. But, uh, you know, I could go on and on about this, but it doesn't matter because people out there have their own opinion. But I believe it's a mistake for Florida to be banning these. Yeah. I do, yeah. I, I heard about that where the, like when, when the news started spreading, like there's no even like passport system yeah. yet and he's already like we're, ba- we're banning actually it. i'll, we're banning be, it. I'll, I'll be honest like <laughs> if it's about going into a restaurant i don't really think on a day-to-day basis uh, a vaccine passport is like practical yeah um but i see it more as like going on travel uh because you already have to provide a passport or like a real id to uh get on an airplane so i feel like if you're already doing something that requires some sort of paperwork like checking into a hotel or renting a car, something where they're going to have your files on record. Yeah. Then a vaccine passport should just be another piece of paper in that yeah. in that paperwork you have to do. Uh, you know, going into a bar on karaoke night, a vaccine passport. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're already checking your ID to make sure you're 21. If it's a sticker on your ID, do, cool. do I really care at that point? No. Like it's a check mark, and then they look at it and they're like. Oh, sorry, you're not 21. You can't come in. Oh, sorry, you're not vaccinated. You can't come in either. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, that, I'm okay with that. There would be a new level of video for this podcast with that. Like, there oh, would not vaccinated. Uh, but with with that, be, uh, with the Florida thing, I think private businesses are still allowed to uh, ask for a vaccine passport. Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order Friday banning businesses from requiring customers to show proof they have been vaccinated in order to get service. But like, can a private business? St- I, I don't know. Because I was hearing stuff about how private businesses can still do it regardless of local government. Like a, a target might be able to say. You're, you're it says it. that businesses uh, are not but, required yeah. to show proof of vaccination, but can still do screenings. Oh, okay. Um, it does not preclude businesses such as restaurants and retail stores from screening protocols. And as of this weekend, blah, blah, blah. So like taking temperatures okay. and stuff like that, which, you know, I did go to get my haircut a few weeks ago. They took, I had to get an appointment. This is before the vaccine was available mm-hmm. to me and I made an appointment and they took my temperature to go in. They're like, okay, you're good. And they're cutting my hair and I was making small talk. And I was like, so do you take a lot of temperatures? And they're like, yeah, all the time. I was like, you ever had to tell somebody to go home? And she was like, yeah, one woman. I probably already told this story. Yeah. 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 She's like 105 degrees and she did not want to hear it. <laughs> and I was like, lady, get out of here. Yeah. Um, I have videos or if you, unless you want, yeah, I have some news, show me a video or okay. news, you know, whatever you want to do, Johnny. Um, Oh, you know, I have a video. I didn't know that this happened, but there was video of us at the gun range. Okay, so that's uh, that's clearly that's you, mean, you, yeah. you, you at the gun, yeah, you at the gun there in green, yeah, and me you know, with I'm the gonna, stripes. I'm gonna take a selfie with that's it. my bald spot, yeah, and like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, that was me taking the cool selfie with the gun, oh, and then god. this is I was like, oh god, no, I was like, yo, I'm gonna take a cool pic oh, where I point god. the gun no! at you, <laughs> and the guy's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, he's like, hey, pack your shit up. Get the fuck out of here. That yeah. gun was loaded. Dude. Oh, my God. Both of you get the fuck. Yeah, put the fucking guns <laughs> down. That scared the fucking dude. shit out of me, dude. I thought I was going <laughs> to see a guy I, yeah, get blown too. away just now. I love that. How he, dare you? He's like taking a photo. <laughs> he's like, huh, you look at this funny photo. Shit, bro. <laughs> like, bro, this is nightmare fuel. I'm going to be seeing this in my dream. 
Le- you know, legit. Kudos like, this guy. He fucking manhandles this guy. Well, that's why they're fucking there. But you know, yeah. at our gun range, that shit wouldn't happen. You would have fucking capped me. Yeah. Because the dude was like <laughs> flirting with the chick oh, next yeah. to us. Like, I'm like, check this oh, out. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should come back on the weekends. This is a lot quieter. I can give you more personal attention on how to load the gun. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Give me personal attention. I'm about to do a selfie moment with my buddy here. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. I was, you know, there were so many people at the gun range, and I was so scared that either we were going to be these guys or these guys were going to be next to us or some shit. Exactly. That was crazy. My heart's raising. That was good. Me too. Okay, so um, how do I top that? What do I got here? That video was killing me. Okay. Judge blocks Lil Nas X's Satan shoes from shipping to customers. Lil Nas X. Y'all know Lil Nas X yeah. from <laughs> Old Town yeah. Country Horse Old, Road. Old Town. Old Town Road and nothing okay. else. Uh, Lil Nas X has been in the news lately. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't watched the new vis- music video, but I heard it's really good. You know what? Okay. I haven't watched the new music video either. Oh. Sh- should we pull it up and react to it right now? I, I think we'd get flagged like really hard. Well, we don't have to show. It doesn't matter. Nobody wants okay. to see our reactions because they've already <laughs> seen it. But uh, I did hear about these shoes Lil Nas X was selling. They're modified Nikes with a single drop of blood in yeah. them. Yeah. I heard only, Nike sued him as there, well. Yeah. There's only 666 pairs of, of them being made, and yeah. uh, they're being sold to customers for like a thousand bucks each. Yeah. Which Damn. is amazing. We should make custom shoes. We should, but we're not Lil Nas X. Oh. Yeah. Nike sued him, and uh, the judge blocked it. So. Oh, that's good. No, the judge blocked Lil Nas X from selling those shoes. I thought he blocked the Nike from suing him. Yeah, so now there's like 666 people out there who just dropped $1,000 on these shoes with a drop of blood in them, and they're sitting in some fucking warehouse wrapped up as evidence in a fucking court trial between Lil Nas X and Nike. This shit baffled me so much that how much controversy it's caused. Like, sometimes I think as, like, a country, we've, like, evolved to a point where it's like, you know... There's no satanic panic anymore, you know, like all that shit. Like, but now it's like, no, it's it's worse than ever. Like, you, you know, like back in the '80s when parents were like, D and D, they're summoning the devil. Yeah. And now they're like, little Nas X, he's the devil. He's making Satan shoes, and it's like this dude just trying to make a cool music video. I don't know. It's, I it pisses you know me off. Uh, the satanic panic in the '80s. Don't undermine it. People were legitimately convinced that Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons would lead to kids being possessed by demons and like lead to them being virgins lead to them like burning down churches and murdering each other yeah uh and in fact you may not know this but tom hanks first movie is about that very subject i, I watched that movie because you talked about it on the podcast a long time ago yeah it's called monsters and mazes yeah that movie's awesome wink wink nod nod nothing to do with <laughs> dungeons and dragons uh and tom hanks yeah becomes so wrapped up in a D&D game that he gets convinced he can't tell what's real and what's fake and like wants to throw himself off a building to enter to enter or end the game. Ah, it's, it's really bad. He is apparently mortified that this movie exists. And it's and, on Amazon. Check it out. Yeah, he'll probably be pissed off when he comes on our show. Yeah. And realizes we talked about it. We got to ask him questions about Chet Hank. Uh, what do you think about this Lil Nas X shoe debacle? Who do you I, side with? Nike? I mean, he Lil took Nas Nikes. X. He's oh. he like boot bootleg these Nikes. Yeah, people do that shit all the time, though. Yeah, but he's Lil Nas X. Like, That's true. He should have found a company that would have put out his shoe. 
legitimately, why didn't he? I don't know. Because I think custom Nikes is such a like a, a thing yeah. that I think he w- wasn't thinking. But he's so big that it's... It, I mean, it, he should have been thinking because he's so big. Yeah, it's like, it's like, you know how you're into bootlegging toys. It's like if fucking... Uh, Tom Hanks started bootlegging toys like that. Uh, a fucking Saban would be like, "Hey, bro, you're making bootleg Power Rangers. Like, you're fucking Tom Hanks. We're gonna sue you." Well, when you're bootlegging toys, but and then you say like, "Yeah, I took this Batman toy mm-hmm. and I put a drop of blood in it, and I'm only I'm gonna do this with 666 Batman toys, and they're a thousand dollars each." I mean, that's $666,000 sure we're talking about I'm there. sure Vans would have put out his fucking, Dude, like, I'm sure any shoe company would have been that's, down. That's half a million bones yeah. we're talking about there. You think Nike isn't going to come knocking on your door? Exactly. Looking like, hey, uh, you just made half a million dollars on our <laughs> shoes? Like, what? I didn't <laughs> like, even think about that. Like, what? In my head, I was like, damn, was Nike really bummed about this, the satanic imagery? And you just made me realize, like, oh, yeah, he made a million dollars. And they were like, uh, bro. Yeah, like, like oh, uh, deal with Nike? Like, yeah. Nike shoes? <laughs> Legitimately, that's hilarious. So, uh, where do you stand on that? Uh, leave a leave a comment, everybody. Yeah, I have some news as well. Go for it. So, uh, I want to start with the weirder one. This shit has been baffling me for days. All right, a uh, bizarre worm tornado in New Jersey has scientists baffled. What is that picture? This is <laughs> this is the worm tornado. <laughs> that is fucking end of times bullshit. It's it, yo, I'm not a religious I'll person. I'll put it on the screen too. But that's some biblical shit. Yeah. If you don't think this fucking world I might have to go to church. Dude, like, worm the fuck. Dude. Yeah, I like this photo of it where you see on the ground like fucking. Oh wait, that's tiny. Yeah, it, it looks like it's Oh a, my god. It's on the ground. Never mind. You, you thought it was like I a, take <laughs> it back. I thought I was looking at like a mile wide cyclone of, of worms. worms. This thing is like two feet wide. (laughs) (laughs) I almost went to church. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's fucking scary looking though. Okay. Well, when you call it a tornado of worms, yeah. And you show this this zoomed in picture, (laughs) dude. I thought I was looking at a farm. Yeah. Uh, And it was like in the distance. Yes. Like like (laughs) that's hilarious. Like a portal opening to to the worm zone. Dude, I got scared for a second. it's like a breath of fresh air. Wow, what a relief. Heavy rain precedes the worm's appearance. Every sentence in this uh, article is cracking me up. But uh, yeah. What is this? Like a new age? Like, I don't what is know. I saw pseudoscience? That- like heavy rain precedes the mysterious worm tornado. I s- I- <laughs> it sounds like they're fucking doing shaman shit here. <laughs> the headline w- was making me laugh for like a- an hour. <laughs> so I had to pull it. Dude. This is like the, we're going to do a cryptic episode, a cryptid episode. Yeah. We're going to investigate the worm tornado. Dude. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. <laughs> Why does it rain before the worm tornado shows up? Oh my, the worm tornado. Why is the worm tornado only a foot and a half wide <laughs> and, on, Why is it and news? on a sidewalk? Why is it news regardless? <laughs> I never knew a, a tornado could just be things in a circle on a sidewalk. Oh, shit, dude. We, we could make a, a we could make our own worm tornado right here. Give me some worms. Get, uh, uh, let's go to a bait shop. That, that sounds dirty, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll make some worms for you. Um, uh, I have one more story. Please. And that's about it. Please. But uh, okay. Japan's pissed. Why? Japan is fucking angry because China makes COVID-19 anal swabs mandatory for foreigners. So if you're going to China. Why is, why is Japan? Oh, I was reading the article and it was you're saying. You're saying Japan is pissed. Yeah. Because China. Yeah. Is making anal swabs mandatory. I, but only Japan is pissed. 
Uh, I read in this article, they talked about how like at first they were only doing it to like Japanese foreigners and Japan got so pissed. They, they made a statement and China was like, okay, all foreigners. <laughs> See now, now America's pissed. Yeah. Because hey, this American. <laughs> oh, the, the funny thing to bring this back, the way I saw this. Actually, oh. I'm just kidding because I've already spoken about my feelings on the anal swab. Yeah, you like it. I think it should be mandatory for all people everywhere. I saw this article because of little Nas X really on TikTok, He posted a video. That's just a, it was just the, the, the clip of this article saying China makes this mandatory. And it was just him going like, I'll be right back. And he fucking like made a bit that he was going to go to China, you know, and they're crying about vaccine passports <laughs> in Florida. Oh, babies. Yeah. Let's fucking God. Get them swabbed up. Hey, everybody out there in Tallahassee, let's hope you never have to travel to Beijing. <laughs> You'll be begging for a vaccine passport after that trip. Uh, you want to put it where? I speak. <laughs> is, that, is that your Florida yeah. accent? Oh, I was doing Texas. Sorry. I uh, trash Florida a lot. And I'm the only podcast host that does it. So, yeah, I'm going to continue to do it. Here's a new story. Large Florida school district hit by ransomware attack. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The computer system, one of the nation's largest school districts, was Dude. hacked by a criminal gang demanding $40 million. Someone looked at porn on the, the school yeah. computers. Yeah. Got ransomware. By the way, yeah. <laughs> you ever watch Kit Boga or whatever? You know yeah. how these things the, come up. The fucking principal's like, I, I don't know what happened. We got hacked or something? What? Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Click here to see my webcam. We're like, ah, don't mind if I do. Everything freezes. Like, we want $40 million. <laughs> um, they settled for, they actually negotiated with the cyber criminals and settled for $500,000. They paid $500,000 and their computer systems came back online. That's hard because, yeah, I, I guess they probably locked out everyone because everything's probably digital now and everyone's um, report cards bro, and fucking everything was probably Literally out. every comment on this story was, hi, I work in IT. Why didn't they have anything backed up? Somebody was like, hi, I work for a tiny school system and whenever we get hit by a ransomware attack, we just load our backups. The, the computers are down yeah. for 12 hours max. Yeah. These I guys mean, paid half a million dollars oh to get their school records back. That's hilarious. Cause like, I mean, yeah. most PCs have like a backup system. Like, you know, Macs have the, uh, way, the fucking, I almost said way back machine time machine. They can go on the way back um, machine. and then like PCs have their own version of that as well. Yeah. So yeah, you could just load them back. You know, maybe it's a good thing. They don't have the vaccine passports in Florida because then hackers could hack the system and then they just bleed the state drive yeah. all that ransom money. What do you mean the vaccine passports are locked out? Oh, a million, $40 million. We just paid that for the school computers. Oh, he wants $40 million oh, we, in V-Bucks. How uh, much is that? Half a million. Can we sell Nikes full of blood yet? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, let's go to our interview with Gene Goldstein. Yeah. Singer of Q-Bomb. And, uh, you know, uh, illustrator, not illustrator, animator, animator um, at Nickelodeon for a while now working at WB. We mm -hmm. talk about pitching TV shows, the animation industry, how you get into the animation industry. The pitfalls um, of the animation yeah, industry. Yeah, kind of juggling music industry and, you know, art versus music, you yeah. know, being pulled in two, di two different passions, two different directions. It was a great conversation. We were all over the map. 
talking about all kinds of things. You're about to hear all about it. Stick with us. We're going to be back after the interview with some happy good news to end the show on. But for now, enjoy our chat with Gene Goldstein. See ya. Yo. Hey, what's up, everybody? You are here joining us in the middle of an uh, awesome conversation. Uh, we are chilling out mm-hmm. with the modern day renaissance man, <laughs> oh, the man yeah. of many oh, talents, uh, our good friend, uh, Gene Goldstein. Yo. That's me, baby. You may remember Gene from the Megacy's 4 podcast. Yes. Or yeah. uh, maybe you've seen him. On stage with his band, Q Bomb. <laughs> Q Bomb, Q Bomb the music industry. Q, not Bomb. <laughs> that the is music not our industry, actual not name. Not Q Bomb the music industry. Now nah, people are going to remember that dude. You, you put no, that fuck there, no. It's Q Bomb. It's Q Bomb. Or uh, his animation cartoon and like website too, Planet Panic. Kind of your whole yeah, yeah. Uh, brainchild and entity. Uh, yeah, it's my it's my baby. Yeah, how's it going? We've we've been chatting a little bit here for like a few minutes, and uh, it's already an interesting conversation. We've already covered yeah. so much great stuff. Yeah, uh, including uh, Johnny. You were talking about somebody you slept with. Once? <laughs> I was just saying Johnny slept with <laughs> Jeff Rosenstock. Yeah, we were talking about Jeff what? Rosenstock, and uh, when I did a music video for, for Matt the band once, uh, th- he had played a show with them, and we had nowhere to crash, so we like ended up having to like share a room with him and his band, and uh, yeah. They, they were not into it at all. Like, I kept like asking Jeff questions, and he was like, yeah, man, chill. And I was like, oh, man. Really? Oh, my God. He seems like he sleeps on a lot of couches. Classic kind of Johnny. <laughs> no, I kept asking him questions, yeah. and he said, yeah, man, chill. No, <laughs> He didn't say that. It was like, I remember I didn't really talk to him much. We were like all chatting. And then I, I was like, oh, hey, how's this like tour going? And he was like, what tour? Oh, God. And I was like, oh, Gene, uh, have you been on tour with your band? No, the furthest we've gone is actually San Diego. So I'm in L.A. and we're LA, L.A. based. Mm. And um, our last show that we played before um, the pandemic, but also just uh, like a small hiatus we were on, was in San Diego. Um, I forget the venue, but that was the furthest we went. That was our small tour. But hopefully in the future. Oh, okay. What? Oh, man, San Diego. That's our neck of the woods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... Yeah, I, w- I wish I could remember where, but I Yeah, I mean, forgot. it was, was a whole year ago, at least. A uh, pandemic has was, happened since yeah. then. So uh, yeah. let's talk about, I mean, welcome to Mega 60 Quarantine. I have to get the name right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't uh, say Quarantine mm-hmm. Cast. Or yeah. Quarantine Cast, yeah. And, and uh, you know, we like to have guests on here and just talk to them about, like, how things have been going uh, in their sure. respective, I don't know, endeavors. So you had your band... Uh, and then COVID hit. So what happened with you guys? Um, well, we had a lot of plans. Like, uh, we had played a bunch of shows. We mostly played shows around LA. Some, we had like a sold out show at the whiskey at GoGo, which was awesome. Yeah. And like had some good momentum. We've you been like recording our album music for a couple years. Too, right. We put out a video. Um, so, so what happened is, is we were going to do a Kickstarter to, um, fund our album. And we, that happened that started like two weeks before all the shit hit the fan. And so it was like, what was that like March? Yeah. Um, and we got like two weeks in, we had all the video had been done for months and a lot of other stuff. We had most of the album like kind of worked out. We just needed a little extra cash to finish. Um, and, uh, yeah. And like, 
two weeks in, the pandemic really, you know, got serious and we're very lucky that we hit our goal. I was, I was hoping for more, you know, I was hoping to hit some stretch goals, but it, in the middle of our Kickstarter, everyone was suddenly working from home and terrified for their jobs. And so like, I think we were lucky to hit our goal, but, um, but we did. And so in the middle of that, we released a video for a song called Everything's Fine, which is very apropos. Um, <laughs> and I feel like it should have been a bigger hit. Um, was it a song you wrote before everything. the pandemic? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, nice. you know, it, the song is about anxieties and just like, you know, it's about telling yourself that everything's fine. And, um, but every, everything went very not fine in those coming months. And, uh, I definitely think it helped cause I, that song did get a lot of, um, traffic and a lot of streams and stuff, not as many as I would have liked, but you know, we're a baby band. So I think yeah. it's like, <laughs> we got to just put out an album. We got to, we're going to, we're going to hype that song up again. And, uh, we got a lot on the horizon, like nothing, nothing I can talk about, but a lot of exciting stuff. Um, but yeah, making, we couldn't making, do any shows making waves. We're going to try. I mean, yeah, but we, we couldn't do any more shows. We had a show with the Viper room schedule that I was excited yeah. about where, uh, river Phoenix died. Yeah. That's kind of their claim to fame. That's, that's their thing. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows um, that. That's the only reason to go there. <laughs> it's the only reason to go. And so like we had a show there and I, and, uh, I was stoked cause they have a curtain and that's the yeah. first time we would have had a curtain. And I had this whole thing planned, which we're, I think we're still going to do it at some point, but we we're going to be like covered in blood, like as the curtain opens and like, that's cool. But that is not, a that would not have been appropriate either way, maybe. And I don't know. It just, um, yeah, we, we couldn't play the show anymore. And so, uh, that was a bummer, so but you guys are a LA based band. We're LA based. Yeah. yeah. Are you from LA? No, no, I, um, so like I'm originally from Ukraine. I'm, I'm an immigrant when I, I uh, came here with my family when I was like six. Um, so I, I always make sure to mention that cause I think it's important, but you, wait, but so you up, came here in like kindergarten from the Ukraine for, yeah, no, I skipped kindergarten entirely. And I went uh, right into first grade in, in, uh, in Chicago. So we moved to Chicago first. Um, and I was there for until I was like 22 or 23, something like that. Okay. So like, uh, Ukraine by way of Chicago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's my uh, life story. What, so when did you move out to Los Angeles? Uh, 2014. So I've been here for a bit. I've been here for seven years. Okay. Um, cool. What caused yeah. that? Why, why, uh, LA over Chicago? Um, well, I always wanted to be in LA cause I have always, so I, I grew up doing a lot of animation for those who might know who I am. Like I, used to do flash cartoons on Newgrounds called Hyperboy, Um, and I've done a bunch of other little projects here and there. And I always wanted to have a show. I always wanted to be in LA working animation for as long as I can remember. Um, and, uh, I kind of worked my way towards it. Like I worked in mobile games for a bit. Like I was in San Francisco for a couple of years working at a, at a startup game studio. Um, and then, uh, but I always was like, pitching shows i would like come out to la for a couple weeks at a time just like get my bearings were, and meet were you people. pitching hyperboy no that's been buried people still ask me for the next episode and i'm like dude come on what was the like, premise of hyperboy? Out- forgive me i i didn't see hyperboy no, what okay. was the premise of it so first of all i should note i made that i started it when i was it was a comic first that i did when i was like 12 um and i just put it out online <laughs> And then, uh, and then I watched Fooly Cooly, which, and I was really into Fooly Cooly. Um, and, uh, I was like, I want to do animation. And I, it like got me 
to want to make animation. And so I started doing those shorts. And I mean, I, I was like 13 or 14 when I started making those. And so the main character's name is Gene. Yeah. And all the, all his friends are named after his friends, all yeah, my friends at classic. the time. And yeah, and it was in, uh, and Gene becomes a superhero when he eats candy and becomes Hyperboy. And it's like the most fucking teenager making Flash cartoon shit ever. And like, I I had, yeah. you know, I had cool fans and people still love it and they'll reach out to me and I appreciate it. But they're like, when's episode six, dude? And I'm like, I'm 31. Like, I'm not going to make more Hyperboy. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, I'm sorry. I would love to see you at your current level, your skill level now, yeah. do the ultimate Hyperboy. You know? So I, oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I've, no, I was just going to say, like, I've thought about, I've thought about it. And, like, I, I have an idea. I am almost afraid to put it out into the universe. But if I ever get a show, I, I want to... F- finish it within the show like almost having it like play on tvs in the background or something <laughs> like how i have this idea that's kind of amazing um, it would be really cool they did that with um on uh, the show okko the creator used to, uh, had a comic called rpg world oh, and yeah. that i used to read too yeah and he like finished it out within the framework of of okko and i was like oh that's such a good idea though that's such a, like a good way to finish this thing you know yeah we were just um, talking today uh, at mega 64 because we're working on some projects here and there's a you know we have a lot of scenes with just like televisions in the background with this yeah. thing we're working on and uh, we have a discussion like what should we put on these tvs should we oh you know always be creating stuff and we had a long discussion of like i personally love the running gag of the same thing showing up in the background over and over and if you pay attention mm-hmm. you can piece it together kind of what you're describing, like the episode is completed Mm -hmm. or even for people who pay a lot of attention to mega 64, there's some classic pieces of media that we have clung to for 20 years. Almost. (laughs) Uh, just put out, uh, put out version four, but in pieces in the background. Yeah. Uh, you know, at this point, just get it out. Just (laughs) sneak it out to the people. Just sneak (laughs) it out. It, It needs to be seen. You know, uh, yeah. the Snyder Cut just came out, and pretty much the same thing that happened with that is happening with version four. The studio is getting involved. Yeah. Ooh, We're going to okay. release it four by three. The, you, the Johnny Cut, yeah. Yeah, the Johnny so Cut. So you worked in games. Uh, in. When did you get into music? Oh, um, I, you know, it's like when I was in high school, I always wanted to be in a band and stuff. But like in high school, you come up with a band name. And then, and all your outfits and your name, you know, everything, but then you never actually write a song or play a show. Um, so that was my experience as well. And then, um, uh, in college I went to art school and in college I, uh, me and the same guy who I write all the music with, uh, with Cubom, we had a different project called Gumboozle that was like video game, hip hop inspired. It was very like of its time, very like nerd core kind of stuff. And um, we had like three song demo that we put out and nobody cared as you know, it happens. I'm still proud of it, but like, it just didn't, didn't take off. And like um, life happened, you know, you know, I moved out, I started working my job, my full-time job. And like, um, but when I came to LA, we started talking a lot more again. And um, I was working at Nickelodeon. I worked at Nickelodeon for like four and a half years. Um, and uh they were doing like a talent show thing which it was they had only done it once before where it's just like if you have a band like play a show and we'll do it in uh, the main courtyard that's like in the campus and uh i was like i want to do this 
I was like, we've been talking about doing more music. Like, let's do a live act that we can actually perform with. Let's write new songs. And we only had a six minute set. And so we wrote three like short songs within like six months or so. Um, I cobbled together a band of my friends and coworkers and stuff. And we played it and we were just like the loudest, like most trashy band <laughs> and like out of everyone. But it was a lot of fun. And so that kind of got us that, you know, that got us going. And then like um, we had some lineup changes here and there, but we've kind of been with the same people for like at least two years now. So um, is made up of uh, yeah. people in the like cartoon animation circle. Yeah. Community? Yeah. So to our guitarist and bassist, I worked with on the Loud House at Nickelodeon. Um, our keyboard player works on Craig of the Creek, works production. Um, and uh, the other two guys are musicians and they do other things on the side. But uh, yeah, a lot of artists, a lot of visual artists. Um, and so that's that helps that helps our whole like brand identity because it's like I feel like I feel good about our music, but I think we also have a really strong like visual presence and that's something i really wanted to push for is that like almost like gorillas you know almost like where it feels like larger than life and it's like very cartoony and uh over the top yeah it's a little bit of like escapism which you yeah. know all great entertainment is yeah for sure um what am i talking i'm talking like i know <laughs> anything I, this whole time i don't <laughs> sure know you do. why i've just been remembering like you you like made me remember something when I was in art school yeah. and I made okay KO this is totally a side tangent. Mm -hmm. yeah. He went to my art school and, uh, so really <laughs> he made a, this, uh, flash called not knock force. I think it was called knock force. Yeah. 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 And so like I, I w started working AV at my art school mm -hmm. and, uh, there was this dude and he was just like this grizzled fucking older guy who had just been there for a long time. His name was Jim. He's like, yeah, I'm the other guy knock force. And I was like, holy shit. What the fuck? <laughs> Shouts out to Jim. I think he does uh, movie reviews on YouTube. Cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, yeah. We'll have to locate his channel. Yeah, we should. Get <laughs> yeah, get him on here. Yeah, Ian Jones Cordy is the dude's name. He's very talented. Oh yeah, he was like super nice. Um, he's probably the nicest person I worked AV for. At That's cool. So this is why I, at the top of the show, introduced you as Renaissance Man. You got this whole music uh, thing going on. You got this animation thing going on. Which is your true passion? If you could only do one, oh, man. music, this music career, or that's hard. launching the uh, animation <laughs> entertainment career. <laughs> um, I, that's been a big topic in my head for the last year. Um, because, like, animation has kind of burnt me out. Like, I, um, so, so, like, without going into too much detail, like, I, while I was at Nickelodeon, I made a short called Planet Panic. Um, and I have fought very hard to get it into development, try to get it into a show. Um, it's still kind of in flux. Like I, I can't say much. I don't really know much, but like, it's not like it, it hasn't been not greenlit. It hasn't been, it also hasn't been greenlit. So, okay. you know, I, I don't really know what's going to happen with it yet, but um, people think people think that it's like dead and it's not, it's just, these things take time and there's a lots of money that has to, exchange hands and they have to find a right place for it because now everything's streaming so it's like it's a it's a lot of um bureaucracy and corporate stuff and nothing is and like so ever dead it just, nothing is ever dead. it just sometimes never comes out <laughs> that's also true but it's like i don't yeah I, I haven't lost all hope for it but i think that um 
yeah, it's just, I, I do want to say that it'll happen one way or another, like the show will happen one way or another, but it, you know, the pain, the process is painful. Like, uh, you guys have talked about before about like how you try to get a movie made and, um, oh, yeah. and so you've, you've been through I it and it's stories. like, yeah. And it's like, it's exhausting and it really burns you out. And so I went through this process and, um, put a lot into it and I really am happy with everything I did, but, um, to finish it all up and then not know what's going to happen with it, to not feel validated at the end of the day, just like really knocked me back. And, um, and yeah. And, you know, and so like when the pandemic hit, like I was lucky enough to have a job that wasn't too demanding and, um, we all managed to work from home. Like we never missed a beat. Like, I don't think there was even a day where we pretty much just kept working throughout the whole thing. Um, they set us up pretty quickly. And, um, so I had a paycheck uh, your job at Nickelodeon. No. So I, I, um, I left Nickelodeon in August of 2019 and I've, I've been at WB. I worked on Animaniacs doing storyboards for six months. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, that was, that was very hard, but it, but it was a cool job. Um, very challenging. Hold on then. Wait, pause. Let's Yeah. Animaniacs was like very popular like in the spotlight yeah uh a few months ago was that like wild yeah. for you what, what was that like when when that was coming i out? haven't so i worked on season two which won't come out for a little while oh. um yeah i think i came in near the end of that production cycle and so i think near the end of this year maybe they'll put out season two okay um and I only, I only worked on a few episodes and so i won't i don't have that much of uh <laughs> like a um, that much investment skin in, in the game yeah, but it was cool. I mean, I a lot of friends worked on the show, um, and uh, yeah, like it's a really good show. I just yeah. don't have that much of a stake in it. Um, and then after that, I moved to doing uh, storyboard revisions on a show called Jellystone. That's like a uh, a reboot of sorts of like Yogi Bear and all the Hanna Barbera characters. But it's a lot of fun. It's really like. It's um, run by C.H. Greenblatt, who's done like Chowder and Harvey Beaks. And yeah. so it's got his vibe. Um, but yeah, that's what I did during the pandemic. And it was uh, it was it was pretty lax, which is what I needed. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that kept me employed. <laughs> that kept me uh, so making paychecks for have, the year. Uh, you're involved in all kinds of projects and shows doing a little bit of this and that here and there. Um, yeah. Is this stuff like that? Like you get like your friends pull you on? Is this like, um, kind of like art collective kind of deal? It just seems like by the way you're describing it, it just seems like a very casual, like conversational, like, Hey, come on and help me with this. And then, Hey Gene, how about like, Hmm. That's a good question. I think that like, it depends. Um, I would say that every one of the jobs I've had is like that Yeah. where I, I, I know that somebody's looking, I'll run into somebody sometimes and then they tell me that they're looking for a job. I'm actually, so my last job wrapped up in December and I've been looking for work since. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because like I, like I said, a lot of those job connections I would make at a party or I would just like be, I'd run into somebody and I would mention like, hey, I'm gonna be looking for work in a couple of months and I don't have that. And right. so all I can do is just email recruiters and hope for the best and keep retweeting the same shit. And, uh, it makes it really hard and it's just, it's been like tough because it feels like, you know, nobody's listening and like nobody cares after like all the stuff I've done. And so that's why like, uh, the animation, as much as I love it and I, I want to have my own show, I want to 
stay in the industry, it's, it's, it's like for me right now, it's a little bit, um, invalidating, you know, like I haven't been feeling as, uh, as good about it. And, um, I think a lot of people feel that way. I think a lot of people in animation feel that way. Cause it's just been a lot of IP stuff and reboots and, um, and there's not, we were hoping that there would be a big animation boom when the pandemic hit because we all kept working. And so we were hoping there would be a lot of stuff greenlit, a lot of stuff quickly kind of put in production and it didn't really happen. And now we're kind of feeling the, you know, the results of the last year of like slow moving pipelines. And, um, and so it's just, it's a little tough right now and I'm feeling a little burnt out on it. Um, the music stuff for me was, was originally, uh, kind of a hobby and, um, a way to get my frustrations out and all this stuff and people liked it and it's been picking up steam and, uh, we got some really cool stuff in the works for this year. And so like, I think that if I could do that full time and make the same amount of money that I do working animation, I would seriously consider it. Um, but animation is, or sorry, music is so unstable and difficult to maintain a career in that I would most likely still have to kind of do both. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say, which is my passion. Cause <laughs> I think it's, you just want to create, I like making stuff. Yeah. I yeah. think, um, and you know, I, I'm sure you both can relate. It's like, it's just about, it's about making things and entertaining people and like, um, whatever that means. People ask Johnny all the time how he got hired to make a 64. <laughs> he doesn't have an answer. I don't. He doesn't know what to tell. I don't know how, what to tell people either. I, I'm always just like, yeah, me and Derek were hanging out. And then slowly, like, you asked me to help film with the Flame War Theater. And that's really it. Yeah. I mean, I we, met, we met on the podcast. Honestly, oh, yeah. uh, I think in the entertainment industry, it is a lot of helping out and being helpful and being an asset. You know, and being like yeah. just adding value to any production and you kind of have to figure out a way to show yeah. people that you can do that. And then they'll be like, OK, we I, like this guy. Yeah. We need this guy. I always really feel bad for gal. for uh, people in the animation industry. I've seen so many of my friends I might have to bleed up, bleep out the name, but uh, just like graduate, be like like amazing animators and just slave away at working at fucking for like and, and like having to hand people paper like just like i i feel for, for people in the animation industry because it's like yeah do so much and i feel like people act like you're this asset that could be replaced yeah it, it gets tough i uh i've had that feeling before because it's like i've worked on a, yeah i won't <laughs> say what but like i've worked for long periods of time on something and then not felt yeah like felt replaceable a little bit and um and that sucks. And that's just kind of it because there's always new talent coming in. There's always people who will take the job for whatever. And so that's why we have a union, you know, like the union's great and they, yeah. they keep us, they give us uh, minimum wages and like pretty generous minimum wages. And, um, and there's a lot of stuff they do for us, but if, if they didn't exist, it would be a meat grinder. Cause it would be just constant like, Oh, you're burnt out. Okay. Next guy. You know? So, um, <laughs> It's tough. It's tough. It's entertainment. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. I've noticed like animation kind of, I don't know if it's like this anymore, but for a while I was noticing it becoming very freelance based, like just hiring people for yeah. like just contract work and just, you know, throwing them to the wayside after it's done. It depends on the, on the studio and the project. I, I would say it very much is still that. Cause like, um, 
you you will go on a project and you'll work there for the duration of the season or whatever. You know, even in the case of me on my last job at Jellystone, it I, I only signed up for one season because that's all they knew they had. And once that um, it hasn't been renewed for season two yet, we don't know anything. And so like I just had, you know, I was letting go. They call it, you know, but it's like, I was technically just on a contract. And so, um, it's like a very long freelance gig and with benefits, that's, that's, it's nice that we get benefits. You still, um, uh, you still watch animation. You still enjoy it now that it's, your, <laughs> now that it's your career. Do you ever just sit down and be like, these guys are doing a good job over here. Or are you so like, that's my work <laughs> and I'm done with this at the end of the day. Do you, do you watch YouTube? Uh, yeah, I, I do watch, watch YouTube. YouTube, but not, you know, oh, well, for there, me yeah. to answer Johnny's question and that's <laughs> yeah. a totally different question. <laughs> I don't like to watch people who do similar things to what I do because yeah. I sure. don't want to steal or be informed or start imitating other stuff. Yeah, um, totally. I like to like compare similar things. If people are like, oh, what you've done is similar to this, then I'll compare it. But I don't know, like. No, I don't watch other YouTube sketch comedy groups about video games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's similar. I think um, there's stuff that sticks out that I really get into. Um, but to be honest, yeah, like I don't like I, I try to watch maybe an episode or two of uh, a new show that comes out just to get like a feel for what it is. Um, but I am not the target audience. And I know that and I respect that. And so a lot of cartoons, I'm like, I get what they're doing and it's great, but I just can't get invested in this because this is meant for children. And like a lot of shows are very good. You know, they still, they make them, there's a lot of depth and there's like story arcs. Um, but personally, I, yeah, I think there's definitely an, an aspect of like, I don't want to let it influence me and, um, also, I know too much about how the sausage is made. And so I like, I, I can see through the matrix a little bit. And I just like, you know, I'm like, ah, like, look at that background. I don't know. It gets like hard to be, to watch something just objectively, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah, with that's YouTube I, videos. I do see a lot of videos and movies too on Netflix that just make me. Oh, cool. yeah. I just start picking them apart. Yeah. Being like, why is this on Netflix? Yeah. Mega 64. Honestly. Yeah, no, I get jealous a lot and it sucks and I hate that about myself, but I, I, yeah, like I'll get jealous of, of stuff. So I, I try to not, um, I, I try to not let myself get in like, but, but like, yeah, it's, I, there's stuff that I watch There's I think I still will watch something if it, if it really, uh, is interesting to me. Like there's definitely some anime that I'll get really into. Um, I think that's far enough removed from what I do that it still feels like what's, it's what's, not, your, what's your anime that you're watching right now? Nothing right now. Um, but uh, like Mob Psycho 100 was like the shit. Um, I really liked that. Yeah. Um, I watched like Devilman Crybaby when that came out. That was a couple of years ago though. Um, three years ago? I don't know. What is time anymore? Um, know, yeah. 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 <laughs> Nebulous. Yeah. It not, there hasn't been a lot of stuff that I've liked lately, but... Um, you know, year to year, it changes. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like we covered a lot here. We've been talking to you for like 30 minutes and, uh, I mean, we were all over the map, but it was, um, you know, good stuff, informative stuff. I don't know if I'll look at the animation industry the same way ever again, you know, maybe, maybe hey, it's, 
it's it's a great industry if you if you're passionate about animation i don't mean to make it sound like scary or that it's like not but you know it's it's entertainment and it's challenging and it's like anything it's like it's like youtube like you know how many people say like i want to make youtube videos or i want to become a youtuber and it's like don't like you've already failed like you've already (laughs) failed and if you can accept that then it's easier to like move forward that's kind of how i feel like animation is because there's so much competition just assume you've already failed but that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying you got to keep practicing and getting better and putting yourself out there and you know it pays well if if you love animation it's very rewarding i'm in a different boat because i want to have my own stuff out there and that's even harder that's like winning a lottery so it's Mm -hmm. it's a lot and it takes it takes a lot of fortitude and a lot of like um a lot of mental health struggles and stuff but you know it's hopefully worth it in the end. Yeah. You know what I tell myself? Cause sometimes I get down on my career. Mega 64 is great, but I have a dream yeah. of grandeur as well, making films and breaking into some, mm-hmm. some major, some next level. I don't know, a mainstream thing. Uh, but I remind myself this is what I tell myself. Like a star is born every day and you mm-hmm. see it. Honestly. Yeah. You see new people just out of nowhere becoming super famous for seemingly no reason. Like why this person and not that person. And I really mm-hmm. think it's like, you know, it's random. Like today it's this person, tomorrow it's that person. The day after that, it might be you if <laughs> if you're in the industry. But you kind of have to make yourself available yeah. for that lottery to pick you. When I started film school the yeah. first day, uh, the teacher said, hey, just want to let you guys know, like none of you are going to become famous. Yeah. And That's I was great. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think, you know, like sometimes I wrestle with the idea of like, it might not happen. You might fail. Yeah. You might not get famous or reach that level you want. And that's yeah. scary. But what? You're just not going to try anyways then because <laughs> it's so scary. Yeah. Well, I think that setting the, the right goals is important. And um, I spoke to a class earlier this week that is studying animation in, in um, Arizona State, I think, just over Zoom, you know. Mm-hmm. But like um, that was something I was telling them too is like set achievable goals and like don't – it's important to, to keep – shooting higher but you also don't i mean it just in my case like i've set this absurd goal of wanting my own series and like yeah that's tough man and it's uh i'm realizing it more and more as i as i get older but i've also come this far right and so it's like you gotta try and even if i can't do it this time i'm gonna try my best to do it next time that's the most important part the last thing i'll say and i think i mentioned this on this podcast too but i I watched a youtube video johnny I don't believe it, it was a Discovery oh. Channel show that oh. was ripped and put on YouTube about this guy who got lost at sea. Oh, yeah. And it was a true story. I've talked about this. And this dude wanted to sail around the ocean by himself in a boat and then got lost at sea. And his boat yeah. broke and he had to abandon it. And he was in a life raft in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And he got really depressed. Go mm-hmm. figure. He's like, I'm in the middle of the fucking ocean. Nobody even knows I'm here because they didn't tell anybody my course because I was trying to be a badass. He was kind of depressed before he went on this trip. And he felt like he had just royally fucked his life up. You know, like, how did I get stuck here? Like, who gets stuck in the middle of the ocean on a boat? (laughs) You know? And he's like, what the fuck do I do now? And it was, I mean, he almost died. It was a harrowing tale. But he eventually did survive. Um, You know, and before this trip, he was lost. After this trip, he had this amazing story that he would tell people he turned it into a book. He turned it in. He basically made a fortune 
and made this whole life around this story. And to me, it was kind of crazy because for him, he was just trying to literally survive being lost at sea, yeah. like just existing, yeah. laying in the sun. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? It really hit me like yeah. sometimes those most desperate moments, you don't realize it, but that ends up being the thing you make your career on because for that guy, like, definitely, you know, made millions yeah. off of that. So, dude, sometimes yeah. it sucks. So you just never know where this path leads. Never know. Gotta keep going. Yeah. I, I, I do think you only fail when you quit and like, yeah. um, and you got to make those opportunities for yourself. Cause it's like, as long as, yeah, you know, you've said that like you, as long as you're available and you're constantly kind of putting yourself out there, like things will, will manifest for you one way or another. It just, it might take longer than you think, but that's why it's, it's better to just focus on like what's directly in front of you. Um, and not yeah. get not quitting is the hardest in the sky. part, you know, not quitting it's, is the hard, it's part. tough. Yeah, um, it's tough. But, but I'll, I'll tell you, you know what, like the last thing I'll say is that like everything that I've set out to do, I didn't know if I could ever accomplish it. And just through sheer like stupidity and like hitting my head against a wall, like somehow I put together a band and an album yeah. and I have, you know, uh, I had a short at Nickelodeon that did really well. And I've been in development and all these things. And it's like, I didn't ever think that I could do any of those things and it took years and years of trying and, but you just keep doing it, man. If you care about all those things, like you can make time, you can make sacrifices and make it happen. And it's like, it's, it's possible. Yeah. I feel the same way. We've done a lot of accomplishments and you would tell me oh, yeah. that in high school, I'd be like, no fucking way we could handle that <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah. And then once yeah. you do a couple things like that, you have big accomplishments, then you start getting confident. Like, eh, maybe I don't know how to do this, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. So exactly. Snowballs. Cool. Yeah. That happened with, yeah, that happened with my band because I wasn't sure if I could figure it out, but it like over time, I was like, you know what? I think I'll be able to figure this out if I just keep doing it. So yeah. But anyway, that's a positive note to end on. So we'll wrap it up there. It Gene, cool. thank you so much for thank talking you, to us. If people want to yeah, so welcome. Q bomb, where can they find your music? At Q bomb band on Twitter, on, uh, Instagram, we're on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're all over the place. Um, we have a, a public discord, um, that is, there's a link to it on our website. We have a uh, website is cubomb.band. You can kind of get everywhere else from there. Check out Cubomb, um, everybody. Cause they're going to be on you yeah. know, the radio soon. They're going to be world tour yeah, time. So you want to be, is a it world tour still? <laughs> I don't think fan. it's around. Yeah, you have time uh, to plan it now. That's true. I'll start work for it. Um, and then I'm at Gene Goldstein on Twitter and uh, Instagram and stuff. And I, I do a podcast too. Uh, yeah, plug your I started podcast. that over plug quarantine. It's called. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's called Creative Block, where I like interview other people in animation. Um, and uh, that has been keeping me sane. Every, like having something to do every week and like checking in with friends and other coworkers. Oh man. What's the it's, biggest uh, episode of creative block that you've had so far? Who's your, who's we interviewed, episode? we interviewed, uh, an animator named Keke Flipnote, Who's like super popular does, um, does all of his animations on a DS on a, a software called Flipnote that hasn't been around for like 20 years. Um, super nice guy, super talented. And, uh, he has a shitload of followers. And so like, it just, you know, we got a lot of attention for that one, but it was, a, it was a good episode. Dude. Awesome. Um, Great. Well, everybody can yeah. go check out that episode too. Check it out. Great. Uh, Gene, you're the man. Thanks. We'll, uh, we'll have to Thanks, have you back guys. sometime. 
Yeah, please, anytime. All right, and we're back. We're back. That was great. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Would you, uh, now that the conversation with Gene is over, uh-huh. how'd you feel about talking to him? Uh, I was sunstroked out during that interview, but I had a great time. I, I just like listening to him talk. Yeah. Like, I didn't have much to say. I felt like, uh, you know, you, you, I think you know a lot more about like art and animation yeah. than I do and cartoons and stuff. And so I enjoyed hearing you talk about that with Gene. Oh, thank you. Uh, so I guess this was our animation episode. Yeah. Last week was our UFO episode. Next week, we're going to do something dastardly. We're going to have a demonic episode. Yeah. Uh, because we have a very special guest. It's going to be very nice and very evil. Johnny. Yeah. What is that? Are you hinting at what I think you are? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, for all the wrestling marks out there, all you fucking marks, we are going to be interviewing professional wrestler Danhausen. Hell yeah, I'm hyped. Uh, I am too. We're very excited. So join us again next week for that interview. It's going to be very fun, very interesting. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some good Florida news. Wait. Dude, so much I, Florida news. I still have my paper from all the bad oh, Florida okay. news. I don't actually have good Florida news. Oh. I have good Hawaii news. Yeah. Um, Dick Van Dyke. Dick, Dick Van Dick, you know, this <laughs> asshole. You know what he was caught doing? This article actually Dancing. says he was caught doing something. <laughs> now, when you hear Dick Van Dyke, 95-year-old star of Mary Poppins, was caught doing something in... My mind is racing. Yeah, in the year 2021, you're probably thinking, oh, God. His name is already Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. You know, he's skating on thin ice. <laughs> One wrong move and this dude, dude will be stricken from the record books. <laughs> be, they have to start bleeping his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, uh, he was caught giving money to people oh. in Malibu. He, they saw Dick Van Dyke going to an ATM and they're like, hey, Dick Van Dyke, what are you doing? And there were job seekers. Yeah, people who were like looking for jobs in Malibu awesome. because, you know, times are tough. Uh, the pandemic has put a lot of people out of work and he was just giving away money. 95 year old Dick Van Dyke time to change his name officially to nice Van, Van Dyke. <laughs> nice Van Dyke. Uh, he's a Bernie bro. Really? Yeah. He was, uh, he, what were you going to say? His last name should be. I don't know. I, I mean, to I, me, I it's just of Dick. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, whenever I hear his name, I think about, uh, Bob Ross because he had Van Dyke Brown was one of his colors. Yeah. I think everybody has their favorite Bob Ross color. Mine is titanium white. Oh, yeah. I like uh, phthalo blue. Is that your favorite? Yeah. Comment your favorite Bob Ross color. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't commented anything else so and far I'll be in this putting episode. them all on the bottom of the screen here. Yeah. I like putting like three or four things out to, to call people to comment on. That way yeah. you have your choice. You're like, I don't want to comment on that. I don't have an opinion on that. I do have a favorite. Bob Ross color. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes I forget you do that and I'll see a weird comment. I'm like, what happened? Sometimes I've, I yeah. forget. I say them all the time. I know I'm going to forget. I already forgot the two I said earlier yeah, in this episode. Um, comment what the three topics were. Yeah, do that <laughs> this episode so that everybody knows what to comment on. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. And here's some positive news. Uh, if you're pro vaccine, AstraZeneca COVID vaccine, 70% effective against B1717 variants. 
Fuck yeah. That means this new vaccine developed by Astra AstraZeneca, which is from the UK, is um good against the UK variant. Good against the UK variant. Fuck yeah. And they went on to say it is overall pretty strong against all forms of COVID-19, but it's specifically and particularly yeah. strong against that one and is also one of the earliest ones to be tested. They had some bad one. press recently because uh people were getting thrombosis from that vaccine, but Oh shit. They said it was such a small, like it was like you, every vaccine has its issues. Even with like the flu vaccine, it was just such a minute amount of people getting it that they were like, yeah, we're just going to keep going. But <laughs> everyone's so afraid of these vaccines already that people were like, what the fuck thrombosis? Like, can I, I already have this vaccine. Like, what do I do? And it apparently wasn't that big of a deal. You know, I already have my first shot of the vaccine. I just signed up to get my second shot of the vaccine. Uh, holy shit. Next week. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, because you, you have Pfizer and Moderna. I have to wait. Dude, I might be fucked up for next week's show. Dude. Oh, no. No, fuck, dude. Dan Housen's going to be pissed. He's going to fucking dude. put teeth in our mouth. All right. I promised you guys, Don't no matter skip it. Skip it. No Don't. matter what, I will be here <laughs> on next week's show. <laughs> fucking shivering. Fucking barfing. <laughs> I'll be telling you all the vaccine side effects I'm going through. I might be here dying yeah. on stage. I got like, fucked up with the first one. You didn't. It. So the uh, second one might fuck you up. Damn, dude. Yeah, I, I didn't get really affected by the first one, but I have not heard of a single person not being affected by the second shot to the point where I'm a little nervous. Because uh, when I signed up to get the vaccine, people were saying like, oh, it might make you feel sick, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really think about it. But as time goes on and more controversy about the vaccine you know i i read articles about people who um are hesitant to get it are scared of side effects yeah and and some of this stuff is not really i don't believe it i don't believe the stuff that they believe but i still read it because i want to know what people think out there and legitimately the more i read that stuff it does like scare me because a lot of the reasoning against the vaccine is just kind of like casting doubt you know they yeah. don't have any hard facts but it's just they just cast doubt and they just be like, well nobody knows you know and they just plant that seed and then it like you know it does get under my skin yeah um but then i just want to say you go out and you, you know if you look at the research of people who have studied this for their entire lives not just the last year uh they have strong opinions on it too and then you choose who you want to believe and i go with you know those guys me too. I've already got my first shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in the machine fucked. now. What do you do? Like knock it your second shot? Yeah. You just fucking, yeah, the microchip's in there. If I don't get the yeah. second shot, they're going to send the robot dog to track me down yeah. and fucking bite me with the with the vaccine teeth. Yeah, because you're not, because you don't want to burn the books. They're going to send the robot dog after you. By the way, Fahrenheit just 451. Be, just be, yeah, I get it. Fahrenheit <laughs> 451. They burn the books. Sorry. You know, in the future, when we have AI robot dogs patrolling the streets, there ain't going to be this option to not get the vaccine. <laughs> yeah. This the, fucking the tail's going to come out with yeah. the vaccine. Fucking it's going to have a scorpion tail. Eyeball. This robot dog is going to knock on your door. You're going to be like, who is it? Looking through the people. Pow! <laughs> <laughs> You've been vaccinated. That would be awesome. Um, so, you know, what a time to be alive. I have some more videos if you want to. Yes, please. Okay, cool. You said, all right, this is going to be an extra long episode. People like the long episodes. Yeah. 
Well, I'll like I'll do. I have a couple short ones, and I have one that I need you to watch all the way through. Well, first of all, I just want to say this was March nineteenth in South Beach. This is like two weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, what that, are they chanting? I don't fucking know. But uh, that's pretty crazy. Hold up. Just having a good time. I know. You no know, mask, not a mask in sight. Play it again. I want to watch it again. Yeah. Just let it play and then play it again. You know, I'm going to be fucking stoked when all this shit's over. Yeah. Like, I look at this and I'm getting, like, kind of uh, residual endorphin kick <laughs> off of it. You know, like, I feel like I'm there a little bit. It makes me excited. Yeah. I do miss this crazy shit man well i miss walking the streets surrounded by you know strangers. all right yeah honestly this isn't for everybody but yeah. one time dude i don't know why why my mom did this but she took me to las vegas on new year's eve okay that sounds crazy it was in fucking sane <laughs> i can't describe i can't describe it and it'll make you want to die i was i don't know maybe like 14 years old i think my parents had like recently separated and my mom just wanted to do something crazy to have a fun time with, you know, with me. Yeah. Maybe I, I, like I may have been 15 or something. We went to Las Vegas for New Year's Eve. She did not know what the fuck we were getting into. My mom doesn't like to drink or gamble. She just she likes, went to the wrong place at the wrong time. She just likes parties and spectacles and yeah. people like she just really likes social situations. Yeah. It was literally like we were on the strip. They closed off the casino entrances. They closed off the city streets. So if you were on the strip, you were stuck on the strip. Okay. And I remember walking with my mom, holding her hands so tight. And it was like a stranger's back was against my chest and a stranger's chest was against my back. Yeah. And I was just like holding on to my mom and we were just walking down the street like that. Holy shit. And I, we must've walked an entire block and just like, body to body sandwiched in between two strangers it was new year's eve there were thousands of people there uh and i remember and they were drunk it was crazy and i remember my mom being like we have to she was shouting we have to get off the street and we found like some some exit into some like hotel thankfully but yeah they were like kind of funneling people <laughs> uh you know a lot of people like i don't know if i could handle that now as an adult no. i don't know as a kid i was just like this is wild wow New Year's Eve in Vegas. What an experience. And now as an adult, I'm like, that's gross and disgusting. Like, there's no way my mom knew what she was getting into. Yeah. When uh, when I was in college, uh, one time I, I went to, I went back home and then I took the train back and I think it was Halloween or like a couple days before Halloween. In New York, they do a huge Halloween parade. Yeah. And I didn't know where it was. So I just like took the subway to where I usually take it and I came out. And it was like up the stairs, there was immediately people and like a wall of people. And I went, oh, like I couldn't even move. Yeah. And I just all I just see like fucking floats going by. And I was like, oh, this is fucked up. And I couldn't even go backwards because there's a bunch of people coming up. And I just got stuck there for like an hour. Like I just had to be and I slowly was able to make my way down a side street. But uh, and then there was like cops with barricades. And I, I was fucking that was terrible trying to move in those situations is a nightmare that's worst case scenario but i think being in something less crowded than that yeah i think that experience made it easier to function in like large social settings yeah. that are even a little bit out of control like going to concerts and i don't know getting into the mosh pit or something I, I miss like that a lot i miss it too um i don't miss it to that level but when i see this uh video i'm yeah. like yeah i do miss that 
Well, I have another video from South Beach. Okay. So this is a. Uh, All right. Is this the? Is it the Joker? He's saying, "Fuck COVID's over." Fuck COVID, it's over, baby. He throws money in the air. <laughs> South Beach Joker, baby. <laughs> That's about it. I thought Dude. that was funny. Oh, what the bro. fuck is happening in South Beach? Bro, wilding out my, like my hair's standing up. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting teary-eyed, man. What the fuck? Why? You know what? Let me tell you something, bro. Sure. Batman isn't real. But the Joker is. The Joker is fucking real. <laughs> the Joker is like the Hold collective the consciousness. On, dude, yes. I'm having America. a moment here because literally what I just saw was the Joker. Was the <laughs> real Joker. And it wasn't some fucking character from a comic book. I'm a little scared for society because I just saw the real fucking Joker, <laughs> man. I saw the fucking the guy with the white makeup and the hair. <laughs> Waving a flag, screaming, COVID's over. Yeah. Fuck COVID's COVID, not over. over Throw but money, man. Joker says COVID's over. Yeah. And he throws money in the air. People come close together to grab it. When when the co when you're in the middle of a pandemic, yeah. he's fucking baiting people to gather around. He's celebrating. Like damn, I felt like dude. a scene from a purge movie. I'm just like amazed. I'm I'm a little bit amazed. We talked about Joker Gang on the on yeah. the Mega 64 podcast. Joker Gang is real, man. Joker people Gang like, is real. I mean, when I say that, like, people take it seriously. And they're oh, like, yeah. I'm the Joker. That guy said you'd beat up fucking a Batman impersonator. Yeah, like, not even the real Batman. He yeah. just said an impersonator. Yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, he hates Batman that much. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think Batman Gang is out there. Maybe, yeah. but it's not like nobody takes Batman as seriously as that at that level. But people <laughs> take Joker fucking seriously to the point where, like, I'm starting to believe. Joker as an idea is transcending. It's becoming collective consciousness. It is entering the collective consciousness. Uh, it's transcending comics. It's transcending pop culture. Joker is real. There's going to be like history book fucking uh, sections about the Joker. <laughs> I feel like there might be, there might I be some so. guy someday who takes on the persona of the Joker, Joker president and does something historic. <laughs> Joker president. For better or worse. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not Joker president. Maybe Joker it's, senator. Yeah, Joker senator. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past I'd vote it. for Joker senator. In 25 years from now, in 30 years from now, 50 years yeah. from now, I wouldn't put it past some dude with dyed green hair and his name has been officially changed to the Joker. And he's like bleached skin. Like he bleached his skin so it's not even makeup. And he's like, but I really believe in like firm policies. <laughs> Fair policies like for like radical. for like all Americans. People are like oh fuck it, God. dude. I'm voting for I'm the, voting Joker. the Joker. You know, there was like at, so at this point, that's the fucking trajectory we're on. And let me tell you, people, they don't call me Derek Stradamus for nothing. No, I think we're going to elect the Joker someday. Dude. Uh, there was I don't remember what it was, but in the UK there was that whole thing where like anyone can run for office, and they I, someone in the comments will will let me know what it actually is, but it's like. Anyone can run and they do this whole thing where they you're on stage and you have to like announce I'm running for parliament or whatever. And one year it was just fucking psycho people. <laughs> this one dude was like, I'm Mr. X. And he had this giant fucking tube on his head. And he's like, I'm going to rule over all of you. Like he was just a super villain. And they, they have to like, they have some law where like they have to like let him have his moment. 
So he's like, I'm running for parliament, but I'm going to rule all over. And it's like, I think they stopped doing that after that year. <laughs> but that guy legitimately got traction after that. They're like, I'll vote for him. I'll vote for the evil fucking tube man. I wish I could find a photo of him. I'll try to find one real quick. <laughs> By the way, Batman White Knight. That's the plot of that comic book. Joker gets elected as a congressman. And Batman becomes the bad guy. What the heck? Dude. Crazy world we live in. Only a Zoomer would read such a thing. <laughs> what are you I, looking at? Are you Googling I'm shit? I'm trying to find You're that fucking, fucking phone. We're doing a podcast, I'm trying Johnny. to find that evil guy that ran for fucking British Parliament or whatever. I can't find it. Whatever. Right. Some you, of the comments. You have uh, some videos loaded up, I, I believe. Do. Okay. Instead of Googling new content. Yeah. <laughs> this is the blood boiler of this week. You ready? Fire it up. Are they calling Woman admits to having COVID and threatened to infect us for not giving up our table and Universal did nothing and allowed her to stay in the park. Her tone is driving me insane. You are a little kid that has no manners. You said, no, I don't want to move. I told I'm, you nicely that I'm sitting here. And I told you nicely I'm having food here. I'm sorry about that. That's not my problem. No, yeah, and it's not Can my you problem. just stop talking to her? It's not my problem. Stop talking to her. Unless you want to get COVID. Maybe you I mean, you weren't sitting here. here. Also, yeah, sitting. I know, but I want to get the food. Be considerate. I'm speechless, man. Where is this? Universal Florida? I think so. Just stop. Of course it is. Florida shots out. Yeah, I don't think California one is open yet. You're doing way too much. You are. You're just messing with yourself right now. Okay. Yeah, and you're getting you're my COVID more exhausted. You're gonna get me really ill. And it's funny because you're you're making this big scene, and then. Oh, that was it. <laughs> I wish there was more. Oh man, you know, geez, I feel so bad for for those people who are just trying to chill there on that bench. So according to like what I observed there, people yeah. were sitting on a bench, and this woman sat on top of the picnic table and I, yeah, and I think, told them to move. I think she told them, I'm going to be back and I'm going to sit here like nicely or something. And the people were like, okay, what the fuck? I'm sitting here right now. And I think in her head, she was like, oh, I told them that they're going to go. So they're going to go. And then she came back and they were still there and was like, had some fuck it. I don't know. I, I don't know what was going wrong in her brain where she thought like it became her table. Yeah. But she did, and and that happened. She started sitting on the. You ever been table. in a cafe or a coffee shop or something, and where you order food? You're there with like some friends, but uh -huh. it's like seat yourself. There's yeah. no like you can get food, but tables are for anybody. And yeah, you're there with like three people or four people. You have a group. You have food. You know, you're holding it in your hands like this, and you see like two people with just like oh half, yeah, half fuck a drink, that, yeah. half a cup each, yeah. and they're just like so. You can ask. I would ask tell nicely. Me, yeah. Tell me more about like. What are you doing with the cactuses or some, yeah. some shit like that? <laughs> yeah. I never, I never say shit to anybody. I don't ask anybody for their table. Oh, me either. Even if I'm like over, you know, I just feel like you're here. You, you, you got the table, dude. Talk about yeah. cactuses with, with uh, whoever, like sip your fucking latte. It's, I do get mad, <laughs> but I don't say shit. You know, you're not going to sit just, on their table. Sometimes I find myself like staring daggers into the back of their head being yeah. like turn around and see that we need your fucking table but i don't <laughs> say it you know? yeah i think that is the american way to look at them with a stern look and say it mentally but you can't say it you know with your mouth physically i mean if if, if the worst if worse came to worse like and i need it was it had been hours i would yeah. eventually be like hey 
sorry, but like I, I really can't find a table. Like, you, is it cool if I get this one when you're done? I would say something like that. Not say like, can you get up? I'd be like, when you're done, is it cool if I have your table? And I, I would hope it would instill them like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go yeah. right now. But I wouldn't fucking sit on someone's table and demand that they give to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. You know, she doesn't know who she's messing with. And that guy could have been psycho and just like, he sounded, you know, suplexed her or something. <laughs> okay, this uh, next video, what do you got for okay, us? Okay, this is my final video. It's pretty long. We should watch all of it, though. Eight minutes. I have to leave this behind. Yeah, but I think so. This guy looks like Robert works. De Niro. This is in Canada, by the way. Uh, I'm going to leave this money behind. Pause this. Okay. Yeah. We're 20 seconds into the video, <laughs> and the assumption here is that this guy can leave money and walk out of a store. Yep. Uh, and that that is a fair transaction. Yeah, and the <laughs> idea that a store can refuse service to a, to a, a customer for any reason is unbelievable to some people. You know, if you've ever <laughs> I mean, seen, he's already an anti anti masker. So. Clearly, if you've ever seen the shirt, uh, the sign that says "No shoes, no shirt, no service." Yeah, these people fundamentally don't believe that that can legally be enforced. In fact, they think that that sign and that sentiment is an infringement on their own personal right oh to shop wherever they like. I feel like these people so, would understand that sign, but for I, some reason the mask like boggles their brain. I just want to say I understand where this video is going. Yeah. All right. Let's fire it up. So he's, he left the money. There's the $5 bill. We are yes. not accepting that $5 bill. It yeah. They refuse your service. There we go. I paid for it. <laughs> no, you didn't. I paid for it. Leave that right now. Leave. I just uh, paid $5. Was he buying for soap? Yeah, of course Some he's Irish buying soap. Right now. Yeah. So, this guy's a scumbag, so he needs a bar of soap. Don't touch me. Oh, the cops are there. <laughs> they're ready. They're all, they're all yelling at me. It's weird. Anyway, that's, that's five bucks. You guys have my money? It's right there. I like that uh, six minutes from now, this guy will be in handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> I just know the cops are there and I know where this they is going. Did touch me. So I may or I may not. This video lulls, but I feel like it, 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 it is strong. Yeah, because this guy uh, is about to have a reality check. Five bucks for three bucks worth of soap. So they owe him money. Yeah, so it's actually they committed a crime. I got a shower. My God. What a horror. This one here. Poor whore. I think he said she was You're horrible. under arrest for assault? You're under arrest. Guys, this is a citizen's arrest. Dave from Dave's No Frills. What? You are under arrest <laughs> for assault. Two counts. You have the right to remain silent. So the manager touched him, so he's a citizen arresting him now. Oh, okay. Hey, I have to take this man into custody. I have to. Yeah. Oh, he has no. To. I have to oh, him. no. Okay. Shut the he's now in fuck custody. up. No, you're not going anywhere. No, you're you're under arrest. I said, this is citizen's arrest for assault times two. I can't okay? handle the <laughs> idea <laughs> of a person anywhere. thinking they have the no. authority <laughs> to do this. <laughs> the <laughs> nope. the hey, amount. This is citizen's arrest. 
of hey, you guys saw it. Hit me fucking twice. balls on Dude, this guy to, yeah. to uh, exist in a world where he can fucking date. do and say whatever the fuck <laughs> he wants yeah. is amazing. Canada, baby. Black and yellow. Anywhere. Hey, citizen's arrest. He's not going anywhere until the cops get here. Oh, that's so this guy's calling the no, cops. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, Stay right where you are. And I have three others in the park. Keep the camera on this guy. This is like, uh, I, you know, I, I yeah. thought this guy was going to get arrested. I didn't see the twist that he was going to arrest the Stormman. Oh, yeah. Thank you. This is like textbook delusional. Like delusional. You think this guy is an ex-cop? Or security guard? You are in custody. Probably. He's breaking protocol. I already have. I've arrested this man. Citizen's arrest. I need the police here immediately. You need to go away. He does feel no, like the Canadian fed smoker. You're not going anywhere, Dave. <laughs> 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 this guy's the Canadian <laughs> fed smoker. <laughs> fed smoker <laughs> in the line. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy helping him film? Oh, this is another guy. He's got this too. Nope, get out of here. You're in his face? You get out of here. He's in, he's in my custody. Get out of here. He's in his custody, dude. Six feet, please. Back off. Six feet, please. Back off, sir. You're under arrest for assault. Back off, sir. You're under arrest for assault. Back off, sir. You're under arrest for assault. You are under arrest for assault. You are now in custody. Touch me. Touch me. Arrest me. Sir, arrest me. Both these guys. Both these guys, right? Here are the cops. Both these guys. Here we go. No, here. Wait, no, you're arresting the wrong guy. I'm on your side. Of this man. Right here. I ate. I know we're just silently watching <laughs> I this. Know. I haven't seen this video before. Yeah, no, no It's worries. like a riveting movie. Yeah. You know? We'll be back. Look how nice the cops are about this. Go ahead. Look how efficient they are. They yeah. just come up and they put your hands behind your back. Like, wait, don't you want to hear my story? Nah, you hit the right to a lawyer. Get in the car, please. Okay, I'm getting in. Get in the car, please. Guys, I made a citizen's arrest. Can you back arrest. up just a bit, please? Thank Gentlemen, you. okay, I made a citizen's arrest. Dave assaulted me twice. It's all Once on in the store, camera. once out here. I made a legal citizen's arrest. Legal. All right. He's Sounds in good. custody. All right. You guys have to take him into custody now. No, we don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> no. Yes, you absolutely do. Okay. okay. Guys, what, what's going on? Guys, Please get in the car. What's going I, on? No, you'll get in now. Guys, sir. You'll get in the car now. I made a legal citizen. You will get in the car now. Sir, sir, sir. Get in the car. Come on, man. Get in the car. Come on, man. No. It was legal. It was a legal citizen's arrest. Talk to a lawyer. I would love to talk to a lawyer. Get in the car, man. But I'm curious about why this cop's like, bro, get in the car. I did it live on Instagram. If you want to be arresting me, live on. He's arrested live on Instagram. That's the best part. If you want to give me a statement, then by all means, I will take well, one get, from you. Get Dave assaulting me twice. Okay, so are you going to arrest Dave? No. Get in the car. Because <laughs> I just told you no. Get in the car. Heartbreaking. Well, we, we made a situation. All right, you have five seconds before I drag you into the car. You guys got badge numbers? Go. Okay. Yeah, six triple three four. What's that? What is it? You heard me. Dude. No, yeah, didn't. No, actually, we didn't. One. I only have to give no. it to you once. Okay, yeah. That's it. Here, guys, nope. there's my soap. Yeah, yeah grab a soap. That's my soap. That's a soap. Right. Right, he paid for it. Do you mind if I ask why? You don't want to drop that when you're in Dude, custody. Bad things happen. Sir, press your I'm assault charges. Like, it's two assault charges. Yep. Do it. And now, now. <laughs> hey, 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 this is not called for. Police brutality. Oh, this is going to go wild. Police brutality. Oh, eh. He was just trying to get his Timmy. Oh, bonus, Karen. 
Might have to cut this out. Have you seen this? No, I don't know what this is. All right. Do Bonus it. video. Okay, fuck it. Come on, Kim. Why are you talking to her that way for, dude? Kim. Huh? Why are you talking to her that way? You're so what do you care? You're disrespectful to a, a woman, dude. That's her job. Dude, it's not her job it's to get yelled a, at by you. A woman, a man. She's you're cursing at her. You're cursing at her. Fuck off. You fuck off, dude. You fuck off. You got some great manners there, dude. Put your mask up, bro. Huh? Put your mask up. How about I cough on you? <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, you're a great dude, aren't you? Well, thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> you know, I always feel bad when I see guys like that out with the with their old lady. You know, because yeah. it always seems like the the woman's just like so nice. Like, imagine you're shopping in Walmart and you like turn the corner and your fucking <laughs> husband is masked down, telling like the lady, "Fuck you, you stupid bitch, and you're a fucking clown. I'll kick your ass." And she's like, "Ah." Oh. That's I fucking leave Harold in Walmart for five minutes and he fights two people. <laughs> That's what it was like going to restaurants with my dad. Um, I don't know what is with him sometimes, but it's like uh, if a waiter doesn't constantly come over and refill his drink, the man melts down. I'll do an impression of it. <laughs> All right. Imagine this is full of Diet Coke. Yeah. And, or, or I finished. I just finished it. Where the, where the fuck is this waiter? <laughs> I'm sitting here for five fucking minutes. So he has, but the f I remember well, I'm going to go get him. You and me went out to eat. To, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we went to a diner two years ago. We guy. went to a diner two years ago, and then I think it was like time to like go to an appointment or go to work or something. Yeah. And uh, and the woman like wouldn't bring the check, and I was like, twenty fucking minutes. She won't bring the check. And oh, then, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. And then afterwards, we left, and you were like. I was amazing because going out to eat with my dad, it would have been like the whole restaurant would have been. Burned oh yeah. Down yeah. That. Yeah. He, he like walks up and goes like, Hey, <laughs> uh, refill. Like, and the whole restaurant's like, the fuck is okay. Somebody get that guy a refill or he's going to fucking kick her asses. <laughs> I wish I could be that guy. Your dad, when I met him, he was so alpha bro. Like uh, <laughs> dude controls the room. Can only aspire to be that. Yeah, he gets his refills, doesn't he? <laughs> Johnny, you're here subverting everything. Does he control the room? I'm his son. He doesn't control my room. He doesn't control me. He doesn't control me. Uh, well, those were two videos. Wow, I didn't even know what to say. So getting back I'm to speechless. that video, uh, the guy made a citizen rest. And it was all downhill from there. <laughs> Never a part make a citizen's arrest. <laughs> yeah, when and you're then, getting arrested yourself. Yeah, and then wait for the police. Like, aren't you going to take that guy in? Uh, no. I, 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 there's a really great moment in there. We were talking over it for a second where he just goes, where he takes a breath as they he ha they have him in cuffs. He's like, can I just ask why? Yeah, I heard that. And the cops like, no, I'm we're, you're going to the, you're going to the yeah. van. <laughs> I mean, you're not wearing a mask. You broke the mandate. You stole, you stole the bar stole of soap, soap and then you, and you did waited. a citizen's arrest, <laughs> which is uh, another word for, I mean, technically it's kidnapping if you try to detain somebody. Yeah. So you're going to jail. Craziness out there. There's so much craziness out there in the world. People are getting uh, headbutted. People are stealing soap. Yeah. Some people think we're crazy, but we're the only sane two guys on the internet. It seems like sometime. That's why you stick with us. So we could get your head twisted on tight and make sense of everything happening in this crazy world. 
We're going to be checking in next week on how everybody in Texas is doing yep. and how everybody in Florida is doing, how everybody in California, New York, and everybody in the States, coast to coast and around the world are doing. Yep. Uh, you know, I like that this show has taken some turns. Me too. I think I like this show better when it's a little bit more lighthearted. Yeah, like I liked when we talked about aliens. That was fun. Yeah, aliens were fun. We're definitely, I definitely want to do a deep dive on Bigfoot. Yeah, and oh, other North American dude. monsters of folklore. That's gonna be. A, I don't know if we should do like a full episode of cryptids, or if we pick one. Now we should do mad cryptids. We'll do an episode of a couple of cryptids, and in fact, I think we'll start working on that to come up pretty soon. Hell but yeah. next week, as we said, we have a special guest. Dan Housen will be joining us. We Hell hope yeah. you join us as Please. well. It's going to be an interesting time, a great conversation. Uh, that's all we have for this week. Yeah. Uh, just remember, vote Joker 2024. Um, well, we could do this together. The Joker is real. The Joker is real. And he says pandemic is over. <laughs>